Hello, Seattle hockey fans. This is Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen. I did a live preview show with Jason Hernandez, so we have a hashtag squadcast coming up for you. I'm going to break this, though, into two audio pieces. So if you want to watch the full thing through and through, head over to Locked on Kraken on YouTube. And while you're there, why not subscribe? Hit like on a few videos. We are integrating fully onto YouTube. Very excited about that. But for the purposes of audio only, I am going to break this up into two little bite-sized pieces. Everything you need to know about the Anaheim Ducks versus the Seattle Kraken coming up today, Thursday, that being November 12th. We're headed back to Climate Pledge Arena to see if the Seattle Kraken can get back into the win column against a Pacific Division rival, no less. Had a great time with Jason Hernandez. Make sure you're following Locked on Ducks everywhere you and anywhere you get podcasts. But here is our Squadcast episode. Oh, we talk in data in part two. Again, here I am with Jason Hernandez, a.k.a. at StimpyJD on Twitter. But you mentioned goaltending. So who do you believe, uh, you know, they have the goaltender comparisons are uh, up here for us on NHL.com. So it's Gibson for you guys? Oh, it's got to be Gibson. Absolutely. Uh, John, or sorry. Yeah, Gibson has been by far the best goalie. I'm going to say this right now gibson is the best goaltender in the division right now right now if he's not an all-star in vegas later this season something's (laughs) wrong he is one of the best two goalies in the division come on i i like it let's pull up the stats here just so we know what we're working with uh i love looking at the nhl.com stats i think it's also because like Coming from women's hockey, I do not get the greatest stats. Shout out to Mike Murphy, though, and Allison Lucan, who has done some amazing work uh, in college, women's college hockey. But we don't often get very good stats. So I'd love to Allison. Yes. So good. So good. Nail it. It's just like crushing it. All right. So here we see Gibson's numbers, save percentage, uh, you know, uh, above 900, which is good. 927, a 6 2 and 2 record. Goals against 2.34. They have Grubauer. Now, this is something that I've been talking about a lot on Locked on Kraken because Grubauer just seems out of sorts. We know that this kind of follows him from Colorado. Um, Regular season Gruby versus playoff Gruby. We've even heard that, you know, at times when he's adjusting to a new team can start off kind of slow. And I think we've seen that. Now, that being said, the Seattle Kraken are not really doing him any favors when they do not. Oh, anyone who listens to the show knows I'm going to go off on this. But when you don't protect the weak side or the far post go off go off i i just i don't understand it it's like not boxing out in basketball how do you put play at the professional elite level and not know how to box out or not know how to clear <laughs> the front of the net body mm-hmm. to body stick to stick these are basics i've never played ice hockey in my life 
I have skated. I have played roller hockey. So I understand like how the two happen together. But if hey, ball hockey's fun. Ice, wouldn't know what I'm doing, except I would know to body to body, stick to stick. I cannot stand defensive breakdowns. I can't stand it. You sound like me two seasons ago, by the way, because <laughs> I was saying the exact same thing. Ah, it makes me mad. It makes me, it, it boils my blood. It burns my grits. So I will say that about Gruby and Drieger. That being said, the last game that Gruby played, he just, uh, you know, I, I, I think that he faced up for some shots. Yeah, there was a body or two in front, but there were two gnarly, uh, you know, goals that went five hole on Gruby while yeah, he was squared that's, up. That's Arizona. another thing Seattle has to work on, by the way, <sighs> is clearing the front of the net and making yes! sure they don't have many yes! screens in front of them because that's where a lot of the goals allowed for Seattle has come from. Correct. Get the bodies out of the way. Gotta the get the bodies out of the way. pretty good at that, by the way, just FYI. If oh, you get sloth, I'm happy for you. In front, <laughs> yeah, the, duck, the Ducks are doing a better job with that. They have the bodies for it. Well, and that's the thing at the forward position in particular, the Seattle Kraken are not the biggest, the most skilled forwards. We knew that from the expansion draft. So that's no surprise. What has been surprising though, is that they built up a specific kind of defender. And I'm just wondering what's going on. What the heck? What's going on? You've got all this size, like six, five, six, whatever. Use use your body. Use your body, please, please. Yeah, the the ducks are very good at that. They have the girth in order to stay, even though they're somewhat older. Someone like Ryan Getzloff, who lives down on the crease area, get him down in front. He'll screen anytime. Uh, here we go. We have a. Uh, I want to since we're on goalies, we are going to put John Gibson's unsustainable save percentage to the test. <laughs> we're going to the mean baby. Baby, let's go! Bang bang! Law of averages. Everything pans out, or whatever the math. You is. know what? That's fine. If the Kraken are <laughs> if the Kraken are going to score four goals on Gibby, that's fine. The Ducks will get two power play goals in that case, and then we will get none. Because that's what we do, or don't, for that matter. But um, okay, I do want to get to another comment, and this is also something that we heard Marissa and Jemmy ask Hayden Flurry himself. But I want to get your thoughts before we go to this comment. You know where I'm going with this. But yep. uh, we are an expansion team. We had an expansion draft, and because you are not representing the Las Vegas Golden Knights, that means that we did take. One Thank of your goodness. players, the Seattle Kraken, played Mr. Steel, your boy, Hayden Flurry. How are you yep. feeling about that? Asset management by now former GM Bob Murray struck its ugly head again. You know, the Ducks gave up so much and they got Hayden Flurry and then he's gone. So talk about lack of an asset management. You know, same thing with Yanni Hockenbaugh, who went to the... Carolina Hurricanes. Hayden Fleury, another one of those guys who kind of went unnoticed for the Ducks for a while and kind of misused in a way. So to see him gone was no surprise, mm. but sad that, it, sad that it came to the expansion draft because I, I think Fleury could have been protected. He just simply wasn't. I mean, the only good thing about that is it gave room for Jimmy Drysdale and Simon Benoit. So... For, for that, I say 
Yeah, I guess I'm a little bit. Oh, it's easy for me to say. I mean, over it now because they're doing well. <laughs> so it's easy. Right. Yeah. Had we been playing maybe like first game of the season, maybe the feels would have been a little more acute. But, yeah. um, you know, Hayden was asked about this, asked by Marissa and Jemmy with the Seattle Times. Hey, are revenge games a real thing? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the revenge games are a big deal. He's like, that, that's all I'm going to say about that. So here's the question now. Will he perform in this revenge game against former team? <laughs> Will his numbers be raised to the Raptors pregame? <laughs> I mean, if they already raised number 32, then why not, right? <laughs> Whoa. Ouch. Bong, bong. Sorry, Shots had to do it. Fired. Had to do it. Now, <laughs> revenge games are totally a thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Flurry plays and scores a point. That, that totally happens. Um, I'll bring up something that happened recently, which um, ticked off my colleague, Sarah Avampato. If, if Sarah's listening, uh, this happened last night in Montreal where Philip Deneau, he got booed. <laughs> he got booed first touch of the game. And what happens in that game? Guess who won the Los Angeles Kings over the Montreal Canadians. So mm -hmm. I'm just saying, just but saying, all right, revenge game. And Hayden will have the home ice advantage, though, in his revenge game. So not having to go back to his old barn with his new team. And yeah. It's the opposite. So I wonder if that has, a, has an effect. But Hayden, you know, was uh, on the day that he was interviewed about really wanting to uh, c commit to playing solid defense and that, you know, he wants to commit to that defense being first. That's the day that he breaks out scoring. Yep. <laughs> Which I thought was so, hilarious. I actually did get a question that right. I would like to answer. I don't know if he's watching, but this is from Josh Nowakowski, who asked, how long does Troy Terry's point streak last? <laughs> <laughs> you talked about it earlier. So he's got a 12-game point streak going on right now. You know who has greater point streaks than Troy Terry right now? The Mount Rushmore of Anaheim Ducks. Ryan Getzloff, Corey Perry, Paul Correa, and Tamu Solani. That's the list. That's it. <laughs> wow. So with that said, I'm going to say Troy Terry gets a point. Okay. You know he's going to get a point tomorrow also? Ryan Getzloff, <laughs> which will make arena number 38 <laughs> on the Getzloff scoring tour. Yeah, I like that stat. Gesloff has scored a point in 37 NHL arenas, past and present, obviously. Yes. About to be 38. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm, I'm predicting. I'm predicting right now. I love that. They're oh, on the I'm same line. Why not? Definitely going to look out for that. That will be fantastic. Yeah, so to answer Josh's question, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 14 games. Because they have the Kraken, then they have Vancouver after that. Mm. And then the gauntlet starts with the Washington Capitals. Then they have a tough, tough go at it the following couple of weeks. So I'm going to just say 14 games. Okay. Streak. All right. So you mentioned Vancouver is coming up next for you. They are right above us in the standings for the. Hey, the, the Ducks just beat Vancouver. So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. 
We're still looking to get into double digits and points. We're sitting at nine, Vancouver with 12, uh, the Golden Knights with 14, LA and San Jose at 15. And then we have the Ducks and Calgary, both with 17 points. Anaheim in that third position, Calgary number two, and Edmonton at the top of the table. Would you look at that? There it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Fantastic. We have one more comment here before we start winding down. <laughs> Ooh, what do you think about this one? Oh, totally agree. This whole <laughs> season has been a revenge tour for Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> the disrespect. I mean, I'll admit, I even called him out last season. And he's already, by the way, he's already surpassed his point total from last season in 13 games. Wow. I mean, you love to see it for him. Hope hope it doesn't last <laughs> <laughs> for our sake. <laughs> Watch tomorrow be something like five to four. You know, I'll be nice and say maybe it'll go overtime and oh. the Ducks will give the Kraken a point. You know what? At this point, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> and uh, listen, five to four at this rate, the Seattle Kraken they have to keep up with that kind of scoring just because that they're giving up that many goals. And I just I want chaos. You know, like, I don't know what's worse, like having the ability to score that many goals, but only doing it because you have to, because you gave up mm-hmm. that many goals and then losing it at the end. I don't know what's worse that or just like completely like the game just busting wide open and you getting blown out. I don't know. The correct answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, both are terrible. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But luckily, I guess the Seattle Kraken really haven't had that issue. We got whooped pretty bad a little bit earlier in the season, but have been able to kind of keep up pace, but it's just falling behind all of the time or Yanni Cord scoring a fantastic goal. And then just like that, yep. boom, Vegas gets them giving up two goals within the first, what, like minute of the third period in Vegas. Like that stuff just can't happen. No that worse than the Ducks giving happen. up a goal a minute in seemingly yeah. frequently. Yeah, yeah. Or even worse, the Ducks giving up a goal with mere seconds left in a game or regulation. Yeah, we've we've had both of those. We've had both of those. So the pain. Ooh, the pain. So you hold uh, the cards when it comes to most statistical categories and obviously the record. But as we say in the depths, which is the membership group for the Seattle Kraken, we have to hold fast and stay true. But J.D. Hernandez, it was so fun to do a proper NHL squad cast with Finally. you. I cannot wait till we get some more chaos in the Pacific Division and we can talk about all of the things. This was fantastic. I hope the fans enjoyed it. I hope, you know, uh, that things settle in for the Ducks. Obviously, you know, it's never great to have personnel changes, just generally speaking. But obviously, this is something that it seems like needed to happen and hopefully is a step in the right direction for the franchise. Winning, winning heals some wounds. I'll say winning that. Winning heals some wounds. Yeah, yeah. We will see. We will see how that all pans out. But, J.D., before I let you go, anything that you want to plug that's coming up on Locked on Ducks so that we can make sure our NHL fans are making 
that their first listen. Well, I live in SoCal, so I'm excited about a new team coming to the American Hockey League. We got to give it up for the Palm Springs Firebirds. Cannot wait to cover them in person next season. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know you'll be sourcing me for the AHL stuff. Um, (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yes, we are definitely going to talk about it. The Firebirds. Hey, I'm wearing my Phoenix. Okay, I had this big thing. I went to Elon. Our mascot is the Phoenix. I played sports there, so I am a Phoenix. Okay, that's a real thing. And so I was like, it's going to be Phoenix. It's going to be Phoenix. And so I was close. A phoenix is a firebird, but it yes, uh, you know, I think they're interchangeable for the most part. But yeah, firebird was the right way to go for the for the team. But I love how they inverse the colors. So the blue yep. of the Seattle Kraken is now the eye of the firebirds. And that red that we see for the Seattle Kraken is the same red that we see prominent throughout the Coachella Valley firebirds. I love what they're doing. I think it's going to be fantastic. And Oh, you bet I'm coming out to see some AHL action. Once we get the team up and when you come out, (laughs) when you come out for that, (laughs) but anyway, so uh, thanks to look forward to on my podcast, locked on Anaheim ducks. Um, I do actually devote, a whole day to AHL hockey, which is coming up tomorrow, Goals Thursdays, where I talk about the San Diego Goals, and they're currently playing the Henderson Silver Knights. So I'll be talking about all that stuff. And throughout the week, I talk Anaheim Ducks, which you could find free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. And oh, fantastic. And if you hear We're Monday, so you it. could hear me. Yeah, Monday, I went off on a pretty epic rant <laughs> against the Coyotes. Oh, oh boy. I, oh, I was ticked. I was Everyone's ticked. Everyone's hating on the Coyotes. Oh, man. I, yeah, the, I, the I, anti-sportsmanship to- team. <laughs> Uh, Alexis Peterson or Pearson, excuse me, from Locked On or not Locked On, from Bar Down Beauties, who's been on Locked On Wild, did a hilarious video, just like laughing, like, LOL, I don't have to worry about waking my boyfriend while watching this game because there's nothing that's going to be happening. We're playing Arizona. I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, man, but they beat us. I hope the Kraken beat the Coyotes the rest of the season. Oh gosh, me too. That was a that was a bad game. That was you just can't get around it. But anyway, JD, Jason Hernandez, Stimpy JD, yep. love having you on the show. Make sure that you are following Locked on Ducks. And if that's your first listen, then come over to Locked on Kraken. And if it's vice versa, either way, we want to make sure that you know that everything on the Locked on Podcast Network is available for free for you to listen to, including Locked on Bets, which is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q, Q. an expert, an analyst, and insight you will also get from Lee Sterling. So that's going to do it for this squad cast. The puck drops tomorrow at Climate Pledge Arena. This show will be available anywhere you catch your podcast Thursday. So this will be our Thursday show. And we're going to have to have you back, JD. That's yeah. that's, that's it. West Them's Coast, the rules. Best Coast. <laughs> West Coast, Best Coast. Let's that's go. It. I love it. I love it. Well, have a good one. Good luck for the rest of the season, but not for Thursday.
I was going to give up points. Overtime. <laughs> overtime. We'll take it. Let's send it into right. overtime. Let's hit the Buffalo Wild Wings button, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, folks. Remember, Kraken fans, hold fast, stay true, and of course, let's go Kraken.